We are now in the height of sports season with NHL, NFL, even uh, some World Series action now going for you and NBA, everything. If you want to get on the action of sports and do more than just watching it, well, I want to tell you about the easiest way to get into that action on sports. It's the Underdog Fantasy app and their Pick'em game. So just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em entry and get every pick right and take home some cold, hard cash. This is real money, folks. Real money. So if you use the code 10K10K and get your first deposit doubled to $100 by Underdog. So again, that's code 10K10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com and you can get your first deposit doubled up to $100. On this episode of It's a Bit, we have a ton to talk about with Minnesota sports, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins hurt for the year, Josh Dobbs is in. We're also going to talk over football, the big win over MSU. Journalist Jake was at the game, got into some trouble. We're also going to go into the wild. They're a bit depressing right now. They've uh, they've been losing quite a bit lately, but uh, we're very we're very hopeful. We were also at the game last Tuesday. I got a good short story to share from that, and we're going to cap it off with the Timberwolves and uh, their start to the season, as well as a fucking terrifying video that a Brazilian Timberwolves fan page put out. So all of that and more on it's a bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by only journalist Jake and uh, guest producer uh, Josie, um, Cam. Right after saying he hasn't missed an episode since the Demolition Derby meeting, proceeds to miss another episode. So I think that was a bit of chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Um, I'm not going to talk about again how I will not miss an episode because I will not be here the next two weeks. I will be at my cousin's wedding in Mexico drinking for a quote-unquote free I'll still be watching Minnesota sports, keeping up with uh, this terrible existence we like to call our fandom. But um, just so you know, you'll probably hear journalist Jake uh, on the call as the host of the show. Jake, are you ready? Have you prepared yourself for that for that role yet? No. Oh, and it'll be fine. But it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. But I, I didn't realize uh, Cam. Uh, he actually said that. Of course, he misses the episode after he says that. Did you yep. say that last week? He did say that last week. We talked about how I have a perfect attendance record, but I'm admitting now that that's going to be going away starting next week. Whereas Cam was talking about how he hasn't missed an episode since the Devilish Derby meeting, since uh, he's a he's a quote unquote more dedicated than you. Whenever that was. Oh yeah, of course my name was. I think I think it mix. was. Don't don't quote me on that. I just thought we talked about you maybe. Um, and Wags, Wags isn't at every episode, but he doesn't really ask for the heat, so we don't give it to him. Whereas me, yeah, I will not be here, but I'm just, I'm setting the record straight now so that I can't get ripped next week where it's like, oh, where's Jack? Where's the host? Where's the guy? It's no, he's in Mexico being a filthy degenerate in a foreign country. Well, I'm just glad that uh, it didn't line up where I was getting mauled by bears or, or whatever I was doing last week. And it lined up with your violated, trip. violated and mauled by bears, violated and then mauled by bears or whatever. Yep. What, 
whatever was the reason I missed a couple episodes in the last month, I'm glad that it that didn't overlap with your um your uh cartel trip. Right. Correct. So. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna be peddling drugs down in yep. uh, Mexico. Uh, I will not be in American Mexico. I'll be in, no I'm kidding. I'll be in American Mexico. Oh, you're pretty much in the U.S. 2.0. Yeah, you're literally in the United States because it's American resorts with a Mexican name. Mm-hmm. So. It, it's it's gated off, and you you just say you're you're physically or geographically in another country, so you can just say I'm in. You can technically say that, but you know all those people out there who you know travel like as a full time job almost, and you don't really know what they do for work. They're in a new country every other week. You don't think they have an actual home or a job, but they seem to be in a different country every week. And they almost kind of like, I know family guys made fun of it. I know South Park has probably made fun of it where these types of people just force it on you that they go to places and you don't, they're like, Oh, you don't know what it's like to travel. Traveling opens your perspective. And then you're like, Oh yeah. For dinner, I had a grilled cheese sandwich. You want to know who has the best grilled cheese sandwich, this little bistro or this little place in Italy. Have you ever heard of like this area of Italy? Well, after, and they, they force it down your throat that they travel. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be annoying like that. I'm going to say, I went to, I went outside of the U S my perspective was changed. I'm going to say, when was the last time you left the U.S.? You have no perspective. You have no culture, even though I'm just going to an American resort in Mexico. I'm just going to be real. I'm going to be a real annoying travel guy now. Yeah, you got to be the, uh, yeah, the, the annoying travel nuisance uh, thinks they're higher than everyone else. Yeah, they're like um, judging you because they travel and you don't when you have a job and you, you don't have the time or the money. Or- I actually have money that comes from a valid resource. I... I People, I, I notice that with people our age, they that travel a shit ton. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't, don't get it either. You have a trust fund. Or are you funneling money? Or are you getting money illegally? What are you doing? Yeah. If there's people that are maybe in their fifties, forties, yeah, and re- retired 60s, or retired, or maybe they're older and they do have more money saved up and everything, and they start telling me maybe about travel tips. Sure, great. But when there's someone my age, you know, in the late twenties, telling me, yo, well, you didn't trek out this place in Spain or Italy. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not getting my money through unknown means. Or you talk I about you talk about everyday life, and they tell you why you're wrong because they've been to countries and you haven't. I just like how that's going to be me now. I'm going to be that guy, even though I'm just going to the American part of Mexico. Yeah, and and you need to like bring that up. Yep. Even in in situations or conversations where it has no context, Correct. like you're talking about, like um, uh, about who's. Uh, going to win the Super Bowl this year. Well, you're wrong because I went to some bistro in Italy. Yeah, I'm cultured. What? You're not. I know I know who's going to win because I'm cultured. I went to I went to the Swiss Alps. What does that have to fuck? What what does that have to do with it? Right, right. So that's that's going to be me when I come back to the show next time. Just be ready for it. You're going to be cultured. Also, I'm just going to announce uh the third and forever uh the Vikings preview that we were going to do Viking Packer preview did not work. So we're going to be doing that. Did not work with all of our schedules. We're going to be previewing the next Viking Packer game with Adam and Kevin. And uh, Gopher Hoops, Jake, do we have a tentative date on the Gopher Hoops trivia? Uh, Gopher Hoops trivia is still in the works. Um, we're, we're approaching the beginning of that season, so we need to coordinate that with our, our buddy Phil and Minners. That's your um, buddy, Jake. But I, I guarantee, I, I haven't actually brought it up to him yet, but I guarantee you he'll be definitely interested in doing a Gopher Hoops trivia bit. I think okay. it needs to happen. I know we talked about that, doing that a couple weeks ago. Um, but he's a big Gopher Hoops guy. And apparently he doesn't. He's only missed a couple games, so let's do a trivia All right. on it. Square off in his knowledge. If he beats us, he can get a he can get his audio only podcast. He has to be really drunk first, though. I've mentioned that the last few weeks. He needs to get he. We need to get him wasted at the Bulldog down by the new studio. Yeah, I I think so as well. And I think uh, if we do pursue having them coming on as as a new 
10,000 takes podcast and go for hoops, he might need to be hammered every episode. Absolutely. That's, that's just the, that's the, stick. we don't make the rules. How do we make this different, this show different from every other podcast? I gotta find a way to make money. On I gotta this. find a way to make money on this. And it's goforhoops.com. Yep. <laughs> Go so, for Hoops 10K podcast, an audio only podcast talking about the ins and outs of Gopher Hoops. When does the season start? We don't fucking know. I wonder if there's a goforhoops.com is actually taken. And I, we should build see. a website. I think we should just build a website. It's just a picture of uh, Phil. Phil. And, and, and yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It does not look like it is a real. It hasn't been taken yet. I'm going to go for hoops. I'm, I'm going to search on Spotify. <laughs> go for hoops. Just type in go for hoops. Let's see. Go. I just love the go for hoops. I mean, yeah, that was my last bit. I there's, mean, okay. Just, so yeah, there's no, there's just uh, still got hope. And then there's go for golden gopher podcast on the, the varsity podcast network. That's all I see. Okay. So there's so go for hoops is available. We did. It's just the go for hoops podcast. Yeah. I don't see any go for gridiron. That's different. So yeah, we're, I mean, all the pieces are lining up. He just needs to win the trivia, and he can have his only audio-only podcast. Uh, go and fulfill the prophecy, Jake. <laughs> the audio? No, we only need audio only. Audio only. Okay. All right. See how that goes. Well, uh, maybe uh, maybe it'll do okay because it'll turn into just a uh, a drunken party podcast. People, when they're drunk, they'll listen to it because I don't know. Sure. If you're on the get, same get, vibe get as the host, hype, release it on Friday mornings and it just gets you ready for the pregame before you go to go the bars f- or go you, f- you go do whatever you want to do. You just get hyped by listening to go for hoops. Yeah. What, what are you, what are you listening to this morning to get you hyped? Uh, go for hoops podcast. <laughs> go for suck. I know, but this, uh, this podcast is great. Yep. I they don't even really talk about go for hoops half the time. They're just bitching about the twins and, uh, just and burning, North Loop and burning Homer Hankies and burning Homer Hankies and talking about how great Smack Shack is. Yeah, in Minneapolis, sounds electric. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we've uh, we'll just start with the most obvious thing: the Minnesota Vikings. Um. I don't. I don't know where to start. It. Let's just start with the positives. It did feel good kicking Green Bay's ass on the road, especially with how it went last year in Green Bay. If people forget Green Bay completely embarrassed us on the road last year, so it did feel good to go to their house. Watch all the pregame theatrics, the fireworks, the, the the video played on their small video board. I do love Lambeau. I will say Lambeau rules. It's an awesome stadium. But that little video board, it, they could upgrade that. If, I've been spoiled by Target Field's video board, which is literally the size of, I don't even know what how, how big to compare it. It's massive. But you, you compare that to Lambeau Field's video board, it's small. Anyways, they have a hype video. They do the whole thing. Run out of the tunnel. The go pack go. We only heard the chant once because that's how bad they were. Jordan Love sucks. We beat Green Bay in Green Bay. That's fun, Jake. Let's just start there. That's fun. Yeah, that was that was very fun for the first time to go to Lambeau. It was my first time in Lambeau for them to beat Green Bay on the road. It's always great rival in general from a Vikings standpoint, from being a Vikings fan standpoint. It's great to beat the Packers any year on the road. Feel like we've had horrible luck there in the last yeah. five to 10 years. And just regardless, I mean, even though we beat them at home, but it was, it was fun. I will say though, like there was just a part of me and this is cause I'm a Homer and such a big Vikings fan and everything. But like, there was a part of me like halfway through where I'm like, you know, but I just, I kind of miss us bank stadium, right? Being at a game, you know, hearing how loud it is in that stadium and being surrounded, I guess, by your own fans in general. I mean, that's always the best, but the skull chance and how loud it gets in U.S. Bank Stadium is incredible. Um, but Lambeau did have that like old-school football vibe that I felt like 
we should have a Minnesota into a sense of a bank playing outside. It'd like be that. really fun if we played outside, Jake. We were, we were talking about that the entire night after the game. We should have built that stadium outside in Arden Hills. It, I know. It could have happened. Could have had that because Green Bay is crazy because it's like that town is just the stadium. Yep. It's just like couple buildings and and lambo field and just bars and parties yeah before and after the game the night before live bands you name it it's, so, it's crazy for those who have been there the place we stayed at was in title town which is all the bars around the stadium there's like six bars on that strip in quote-unquote title town it's not quote-unquote downtown green bay it's title town which is just basically the area around the stadium we stayed at the quality inn which is right in the middle of all the bars in title town and then a three block walk to the stadium so i mean we were set up we had logistics do we did it right basically i think so too i i was the one biggest thing for me was before we got it got our hotel before we got there is like where what are what's the bar situation do we have to try to get an uber how many ubers are are there and it's like i remember pulling in saturday night and seeing where the hotel was and just seeing all the bars bumping yeah. right around it. I'm like, holy shit, it we're right so here. Ni- it was so nice to be able to just walk out our front door and pick which bar we wanted to go to without walking more than two minutes. I know. It and was- then it's like, oh, we got to go to the game now. Damn, we have to walk two extra blocks compared to the one walk we've been doing the last two days. So Yeah, I, I will say like the bar, I've, I've, I've said this before, but like the bar scene directly around U.S. Bank Stadium is just not there. Oh, it's just so embarrassing compared to what they got in Green Bay. I, I remember we walked, we walked out, of our, uh, out of our hotel, and the first thing I see is an old fat guy wearing a big hat, big Packer hat, and just grilling out of like the back of a Packer-colored ambulance. And I'm like, you do get to see a little bit of this in Minneapolis, but yeah. it's only a taste. Whereas you walk around the Titletown area and the stadium area, and there's just people everywhere. It's Packers this, Packers that. They have the little area, like the Colts have this, where you know you walk in almost like a, they usually call it like a tailgate village, where there's a ton of different shops and stands and bars outdoors in a little area you you know they check your id and then they give out shots i think it was kind of cool we got to like pack a care pack for the troops write a message and if we did that then crown royal would give us a shot and then they have little like cooler type bars that you can just pay you know five dollars six dollars for a beer and walk around with it whereas u.s bank stadium it's just a few bars a few parking lots and then it's just the stadium so the pregame scene is not as great yeah it's it's uh it, it you can find ways to make it fun, like obviously going to the tailgate lots at USB right. Stadium, or I know they have that Longhorn Bar right right outside on the plaza and the and the Commons Park area where we did the buddy games. Right across the street is really cool, like it's this open park area and stuff. So that, that's yeah, that's kind of what unique. I'm referring to that yeah. we have, but theirs yeah. is like way bigger. Yeah, exactly. It's just they just have that old school vibe. It's just literally the town, kind of like Highmark Stadium out in Buffalo, which is bigger than Green Bay, but still, like they they have these towns that it's just it's literally just their team. So Jake, is it time to start the conversation that Minneapolis is too cool of a city for Vikings football? Like we need to find a smaller town that we can build around the stadium. And that's what's going to make it cool because I love Minneapolis. I love U.S. Bank Stadium, but there's something about these small, desolate towns that all there is is football that you just fucking love. And then when you're leaving, you're like, I could not be happier. I'm getting out of here now that this game is over. But the way that city operates on game day, like Buffalo, like Green Bay, there's something special about those those small towns where they build it around it. I like that, but I also kind of like 
being in the city. It's kind of cool being that centrally located. You can see the downtown skyline right with the stadium right in it. It kind of like truly like represents, okay, this is our team in Minnesota because they're in the biggest, the Mecca of Minnesota. They're in the central, like not dead cent, literally center of Minnesota. You know, I know it's Eastern, Eastern part of the state, but it's literally in our biggest city in the, in, in the state. You can see it when you drive by it. I think it just truly represents our team is the Minnesota Vikings, not like Green Bay or something, or Buffalo. This is our state's team right. being in that city. So I think it kind of adds an, a special element of being in a big city like that at the same time. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's still fun. The games are still fun. The stadium is beautiful. I think that I think that's its own character adds its own character by being in a city like that. Right. For the Vikings perspective. Um the final thing that I'll mention at least the trip wise I have a I have a good story to tell with my bit of the week. Um and I believe Jake has one as well. But uh the final story I'll tell about our our adventure to Green Bay was uh the first night AJ threw up in the parking lot. Yeah. And uh just just, I mean, projectile into into a parking space, and it it got cold overnight. So it was just so funny to walk by it at about nine a.m. the next morning. It's in the video I posted on the Instagram and the Twitter, but we just walked by it in the parking lot. And it's like that's just a frozen pile of puke right there in the city of Green Bay. Yeah, you could see it, but I think that just blends into everything in Green Bay. I feel like that wasn't the only per. He was definitely not the only person that puked that night. No, in a parking lot or throughout the throughout the day after during game day and everything, but. Yeah, that was interesting, and I think Cam probably definitely walked by it yeah. uh, that morning when we, Zane and I saw him walk by the window when we were eating breakfast looking like a, a zombie. How was the Continental Breakfast? I never made it to the Continental Breakfast. It was great. I didn't, I, we didn't, uh, they did have like the homemade waffle maker and everything. You could use the mix, which are typically pretty good, but I never, I didn't eat that because we wanted to be a little quicker, but I just ate the muffins, some yogurt, and uh, had a shit ton of water because I think it was super dehydrated. But it was great. It was fine. Nice. It was fine. It it worked. It did the trick to get us get us going into I drank, uh, the game. I drank a liquid IV that was poured into a water, and I think that's the first water I had, or that's the last water I had until about seven p.m. at the bar when I had a raging headache. Yeah, that that night of the yep, game day. Yeah. Yep. So poor, yeah. poor decision on my part. Uh, we're gonna review the tape. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna do better next time. See, so uh, we don't have a headache by six p.m. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that again. Yeah, I think uh, I had not drank any water since when well, maybe uh, four p.m. Yeah, on Saturday, and then literally got to yeah the bars in Green Bay like ten thirty in this drank that night a lot and then woke up and had to, I that that they didn't have that continental breakfast I would have been fucked. Yep. Yep, at least they had water down there. But all right, let's get into the game. Um I think the most obvious thing that happened was uh Kirk Cousins has ruptured his Achilles tendon and is out for the season. I yeah, mean, it's it's it, a, it didn't even make it feel like a win. We were no. there, we crushed Green Bay in Green Bay. No. The amazing play that the Vikings had holistically as a team continued. The defense was great. The offensive line held strong. Jordan Addison, Powell, Hawkinson, I mean, the depth showed up when J.J. was hurt yet another week. Even the running game wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't fantastic. We got, we did actually get our first rushing touchdown yeah. right here, which is I turned around to the Packer fans. I go, you guys want to hear an insult stat that's going to come right at me? And they're like, what is it? I'm like, that's our first rushing touchdown of the year. They're like, there's no way. I'm like, yeah, look it up. It's true. How depressing. That was the first rushing touchdown of the season, Jake. I know. Week eight? Week seven? No, week eight? I, I can't believe that that was oh actually the God. case. I think we always... But that just shows how uh, volatile it was to have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, no, I, I literally was so depressed walking out of that game uh, because 
didn't feel like we won. There was a part of me that was happy, but I, I felt emotionless. I didn't know how to feel like I, I was neutral in my head, but I was actually more depressed. I felt like we lost the game. It felt like it, I had the same feeling kind of, if not worse than when we lost to the Giants in the playoffs last right. year. I just literally was so deflated. I, I'm still depressed about it. It's so, like, I feel so bad for Kirk. And like, this was when we fought, it looked like we, I know we were only four and four, but we looked like we finally had some sort of consistency around him after fucking five years, finally, in terms of coaching, coordinators, defense, offensive line. Dalton Reisner has been fantastic ever since he's rotated in. We finally had, it looked like he's getting more time to throw and everything, and he doesn't have JJ out there, yeah. and we're rolling, and he gets an Achilles tear. It's it just absolutely deflating. Yeah, it really it. It it just, sucks. It really sucks, too, because I feel like Sunday's game was the first time we were like, not we're not blowing a team out. Yeah, but we're beating a team by more than a score, and we're not stressed about it. I, right. I, I, I it was, was it was a very stress free game. Sure, there were points even in the third quarter yeah. once the Packers got that first touchdown. You yep. were thinking this is where it's going to happen. This is where they're going to come back, and it's going to have to win a win in overtime. That never happened. They actually were able to successfully lay on the gas, and then Kirk gets out for the year. Which and the worst thing was about being at the game was we didn't. I mean, you can agree to this. We didn't even see. The injury happened. It was so hard to tell. I mean, he he was kind of limping off the sideline. I thought, you know, maybe he rolled his ankle. Maybe a lineman stepped on his foot the way he kind of hobbled. And then I started getting texts. Hey, I know you're at the game. It's bad. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I saw the replay, and I heard the word Achilles, and I was just in shock. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I think maybe after, like, the play ended, I think, honestly, on the play it happened, I thought Kirk got sacked from my angle. And then I then I just kind of looked away, or maybe went to take a piss or something. Oh, whatever. It's it's uh, got sacked. This possession's over. Blah blah blah. And then everyone was saying around us, like, uh, yeah, he can't put any weight on his foot. I'm like, oh, it's an ankle. I'm thinking, oh crap, maybe he's gonna, ugh, maybe he could be out a few games now. But I'm like, okay. But then I was hearing Achilles. I'm like, oh shit. And people sucks. were saying, yeah, you can see the video of it popping. So everybody on TV knew it probably was over oh, for us. And the worst part was what really fucking hurt. The worst was seeing the cart drive up to the blue medical tent. And I was like, I really hope he doesn't sit on that cart right now. Yeah. I, I I had heard people say it's bad. I'd seen a few videos, but I'm like, that's when you know it's over. That's, that's when the shock that that's when it set. That's when it settles in is when he gets on that cart and you see all the teammates high-fiving. That's where I you know. know it's over. It was the same story for Rogers. You thought, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe he can get off in his own power. Maybe it's not that bad. That's like the final confirmation that he's fucked is when the cart comes. And when the cart came, I sat there and I thought, you know, this might be the last time I'll see with my own eyes, Kirk Cousins in a Minnesota Vikings jersey. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. I honestly think this is only going to actually help Kirk Cousins case for him to stay. Honestly, because now he's gonna. Now I think this would like lower his price probably a little bit with the with the injury risk, and then allow them to you know probably draft another quarterback or go after another quarterback. Or we could see if Jaron Hall's the guy, honestly. But can Jaron Hall ball? Can Jaron Hall ball? Is time the, is, to start is the, the conversation. Is Jake. the is the elite question right now? Is the big question, and we'll see this upcoming Sunday. I think they confirmed or Kevin O'Connell confirmed per Adam Schefter. I guess that he's going to be starting against Atlanta, which makes sense because Josh Dobbs just came in and he's, I don't know, has more experience than a Jaron Hall in terms of starting. But the funniest thing that we were doing at the bars the rest of the night, because yeah, it was completely deflating. It didn't. It, it, remember when we were out in Buffalo and it was just let's get fucked up. Ever. Yeah, we so all happy. We all had Vikings money line plus three hundred. We thought this team was for real. All of this, 
It did not feel like that. We beat our arch rivals in their own town and were out there partying. And I didn't, I didn't feel like I had any right to be out partying. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I had anything, anything to celebrate. Yeah, I. And the funniest I kinda thing, kind of didn't want to be there. It was like instead of Vikings fans sitting around in a circle talking about how awesome the team is and how great the win is, it was Vikings fans sitting around in a corner or in a circle discussing quarterback options. Who are we going to get? And it was the funny. It was it was both the most depressing and slightly hilarious conversations. Like we were just throwing out names. If you know uh, on Instagram, the Vikes verified guys, they're 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 good dudes. They put out a lot of Vikings content. There was a point where we were just sitting in a circle. And someone would throw out a name and everyone would like shrug their shoulders and their eyes would get really big and be like, whoa. So we would just throw out some outrageous names. Like I'd say, wait, guys, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. And everyone would be like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And, and that was someone like, else would throw out an outrage. So I think someone said Tim Tebow and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I remember it you, such a funny conversation. You guys, I think I was like on the dance. There's some videos out there of somewhere Jake, of Jake on the dance. Floor. I was on the dance floor by himself, probably just yeah, this loathing in my in the Kirk pain. But I remember I came back and one of the Vikes verified guys comes up to me, "Yo, we we got him." I'm like, "What are you talking about? We got Teddy Bridgewater," <laughs> and, and he convinced me. Then and I, you know, maybe if I was more sober, I would have been like, "Oh, it's a joke." But he convinced me that we got Teddy Bridgewater, and I convinced myself and wrapped my head around it in my head around the concept that he's coming back and like, you know, what unfinished business. He un- unfairly got injured. <laughs> un- Let's do it. And un- that's what everybody was saying about. And so he got me. He's like, "I'm like, did we actually get him? No. Oh, I Whoa. actually got my hopes up because I'm like, even though that wouldn't make a lot of sense, and then everyone was saying Case Keenum, and. <laughs> unfinished business fulfill the prophecy <laughs> yeah like fulfill the prophecy bullshit and people were like okay guys we had a special year in 2018 but look what he has done you know since 2019 i saw videos of Jameis winston floating oh, around yeah where, no. he's, where he's training at his house and his trainer has uh like a boxing you know the thing that the boxing coach holds up and you punch you know it's like a punching yeah, pad yep. that the boxing mm-hmm. coach wears and you throw punches at his yeah. hands so like it's a video of Jameis at his house, and one of his coaches or trainers is wearing one, and he's trying to smack the ball, and Jameis is holding onto it, and he's dodging little dummies. It's the goofiest practice video ever, and I posted that from the 10K Takes Twitter. I said, it's time, yep. and the amount of responses we got thinking that we were serious, I mean, it was, it was pure comedy. Have I you know. seen the video? I've seen the okay, video. Okay, you know yes, what video I've, I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. I've yeah. seen that. I think that Very comical. And I think that went viral when it when it came out, right? Like a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, because Jameis hasn't really truly started in three or four years no. at this point, two or three years at least. And he does all these he posts all these training videos or someone posts all these training videos of him preparing and it's it's some really weird techniques he's doing. But he's kind of a goofy guy in general, so I thought it would have been funny if we brought in <laughs> Jameis Winston, I think just more for us as content creators, especially more in the entertainment space. I really wish Jameis was here. Some of his one-liners are hilarious too. Um, Josh Dobbs is funny. He's a funny dude and a very smart guy as well. Before we get into Josh Dobbs, though, there's one more thing we got to talk about with Kirk Cousins. Um, he's he's a great guy still, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Pat McAfee on the show today with Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Apparently, Rodgers called Kirk on Tuesday night. They had a very good, or uh, sorry, Sunday Monday night, night. Monday, Sunday night, Monday. Yeah. Had a very good conversation. I mean, who knows better than Aaron Rodgers of rupturing your Achilles and being out for the year? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be against it if Kirk did some of this black magic treatment that it has somehow has Rodgers throwing the ball. Literally doing a drop back. But then I thought about it, Jake, and I thought, well, Kirk's a Christian man, and there's no way 
that what Rodgers is doing is seen as non-sinful in the eyes of God. So I think Kirk yeah. is just going to take the full recovery path traditionally, and we won't see him until next year. Yeah, we'll see unless uh, he literally gets the power of God into him and literally can recover in four weeks, and then it's a miracle, yeah. and he's good to go by uh, in, a, in a month when we play the Bengals. So you were, you were, uh, you were dressed up as Kirk at the game yeah. on Sunday. Here's a it scenario. Was depressing. Here's a scenario that I think I, we were talking about in our hotel room. There's two separate hotel rooms. One of them was me, Cam, and Zuch, and, and my buddy Bob. We were talking about a scenario where what if right after Kirk ruptures the Achilles, the cart comes out, you make it down to the field <laughs> and you you like run on the field. You obviously would not make it to the huddle. You'd get tackled. But can you imagine being a third party fan who doesn't know 10K, who doesn't know you, who doesn't know the bit? And Kirk is out. He gets taken out of the tunnel. And then you watch and you see a guy dressed as Kirk Cousins wearing cleats, helmet, pads, fucking pants and everything. But with the body type of Sean Mannion. And you see him running to the huddle and get just fucked up by security. That would be funny if I I was thinking about that because everyone was saying around me. Can you imagine, Jake? Yes. Obviously, I'm not going to call it a content opportunity missed because you could have spent no, night I in know. jail. That would probably there probably would have been more repercussions than benefits of doing that. You would probably never be allowed to go back to Lambo, which I know you'd want to go back to Lambo someday after going once. So I'm, yeah. no one's saying that you had to do it, but it's fun to think about. No, it was brought up by the people around me with like Zane and Zooch, and and they were saying you need to go in now. It's your time. This is perfect. You're dressed up go down there and you can streak the or run on the field and everything. And I, I was thinking, yeah, you know, people would actually maybe think for a second, Kirk's back up and he's, he's walking. I'm like, you... Oh wait, shit. I'm wearing a purple Jersey. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. We're jerseys. the away team. Shit. So I'm like, I was thinking like maybe people would for a second, wait, who the fuck is this can guy? Can you imagine though? Can you see a guy with I'm, a black fanny pack on and just everything really try hard and picture it? How funny that would be. You would, you've never seen anything like that at a sporting event where an impersonator wearing the exact clothing that the player wears in the field runs out and tries to take his role. And I wouldn't run out. I wouldn't like run like super hard. Like you've seen a lot of other streakers do. Like I would, I would just kind of jog out in the field. Like, you know, I'm a casual player running out of yeah. the tunnel. And, and do you think it would take security a few, like if you snuck around, I don't think you could do this. I think they're really good about guarding close to the field. But they would if you were yeah. somehow able to get to the bench, how long do you think it would take them to realize that you're not on the team? Uh, I mean, I mean, not as long as a know. traditional streaker. Exactly. I would think they would or not. Or it would take longer than a traditional. I would think so. I would think because they, they probably wouldn't put two and two together yet. They're probably so used to just looking for a drunken guy with his shirt off. Who doesn't have naked, a helmet. Who doesn't have a helmet. And they see a guy wearing full on equipment. They might might take him a double take like they're just used to like deciphering or differentiating it between a football player and an actual streaker. And, uh, you know, if, as long as I don't look super drunk. Yeah. We're not carrying booze on the field, you know. I think it might take him. I could have played. It might take him a minute. Yeah, I probably could have tried it. Honestly, I sh- it was a missed opportunity. I was thinking about it in real time when it happened. We we've said the word prophecy a few times today. I think that would be the true prophecy if you went out there. Well, I think what if we we posted the picture of me that someone took of me at the bar with a bloody me. mary in my hand. That was me. <laughs> Every, we all whatever the caption was we all know who needs to take over now i just said it's time it's it's time for him to take over and the comments and it's just it's just funny yeah it, it maybe it was the truth it's not case keenum it's 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 me 
dressed up as Kirk as the true prophecy. They should give me a workout. See, see how it goes. Jake, is the time we tear our Achilles or we rupture our Achilles in solidarity? Well, I should have because the amount of uh, people when I was walking out were saying, oh, you look fine, Kirk. Oh, you already recovered. Oh, you're walking. Oh, how's the Achilles? I should have just did it, you know, uh, you said in solidarity for, uh, solidarity for him mm. and just to kind of know what that pain feels like. Can honestly. you imagine, can you imagine if you purposely ruptured your Achilles I, you, and you, that, you, that got back to the cousins family, they'd be like, okay, maybe this thing isn't that funny anymore. Yeah. This is getting really odd. We might get shut down, but not only that would be funny. It'd be, it'd be me trying to find a way to how to rupture my Achilles. You'd see me like in the middle of the concourse, <laughs> like trying to move like Kirk did a- asking people like, to, like, to stomp on your back and yeah, your leg and looking at the video. Okay. So what did you do here? Okay, I'm going to try to rapidly extend my Achilles right there and see, like, I would be a total maniac. You spend nine hours outside of the Quality Inn in uh, Titletown in the small patch of grass they have, purposely attempting to rupture your Achilles while under the influence of alcohol. Yep, just uh, I'm downing a beer. Okay, okay. (laughs) Someone come over and help me. I'm trying to. That actually might be true. My Achilles. That almost kind of looked like the James video we referenced. It might. might. He was trying to rupture his Achilles in that video. Tear something to get out of it or whatever. But I, we 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 could still tear our Achilles in in a solidarity. I'm down to do it if you are. I think I could probably get out of work for a little bit if I did that. Me too. That'd be pretty cool. I'm supposed to. Well, technically, today when you're listening to this podcast, I'm supposed to move to my new apartment right right down here in Lower Town. No, fuck it. You're that doesn't sound Achilles. like fun. I could just tear my Achilles right now while recording and then I'll have to... Well, I can't make my parents do you just Well, I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to make you... I'll have to know, hire a moving company, move, but yeah. I'm going to see if they give me a discount for, you get pity. for having a ruptured Achilles. Yeah, you get pity points. Yeah. Um, uh, the final thing I'll mention about Kirk, we've talked about how awesome of a guy he is. He was still... Seen at the, uh, I think they had a trick or treating event at TCO either this morning or yesterday morning, and Kirk was riding around with that little scooter thing, and yeah. uh, he was still talking to kids, signing autographs, giving kids candy. I mean it. It's just crazy how you know he easily could be sitting at home sulking or feeling sorry for himself or being sad, and you know he could he could say, well, I'm not going to do this event for charity and that event for charity. I need some time to collect my thoughts, prepare myself for surgery, and nope, he showed up and. That just proves more about him as a person than a football player on a serious note. Yeah, he's a he's a superhero. Like you would think yeah. uh you see those those scenes in movies where a guy or, a, or the hero is knocked down and they're like, You can't you can't move or you shouldn't be moving, you're injured, you can't go back into battle. And he's like, No, I'm I got I gotta go uh you know, this trick or treating event yeah. for the kids. I already told him I was gonna be there. I gotta get up. Well and now he can just house candy because he's gonna be sitting for a while. He doesn't have to have that six pack anymore for at least for until next year. Yeah, until next he season. until he uh, until he, he you know can, has he, to start working out again. Yeah. I know he's been probably eating really healthy to be in the shape he is right now. I mean, now that he's going to have surgery and he's going to be sitting for a while, he can he can get kind of fat. Why yeah. not? Why not? Like, he can take advantage of doing Enjoy something he's never it, been able to do in You've his worked life. Worked your tits off for the last twelve years. Yeah, I mean, beyond yeah. that, with college and high school yeah. and growing up, it's he never like, got the freshman fifteen. Now he can have the surgery fifteen. Now you can also go to the, some parties as well. Yeah, you on can, the scooter, oh, we can show him how to get drunk, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can Bro- teach him what alcohol tastes like. Yes, we we can we can have him experiment with that. Maybe we can get him on some of our favorite beers and everything that we like and maybe give him give him a mick golden and Kirk just a, turns into an alcoholic because yeah. of ten thousand takes yeah when we just ruined his we truly that was the career ending injury yeah as if the achilles tear or tear was not uh was not bad enough now he's an alcoholic thanks to hanging out with us and uh he's no longer in the nfl 
Thanks to us, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, uh, he can also consume a lot of Pizza Ranch, try new, true <laughs> KFC new now, KFC. He can try all these new things uh, that maybe he wasn't eating as much of because he can kind of uh, let loose a little bit. Exactly. This is a time I'm, not, I'm not saying he has to completely lose control of his body. It's like, hey, man, you don't have to play football for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, just. Sit back and enjoy yourself. You don't have to turn into like Ben Stiller's character in Dodgeball. I know this isn't what like, he wanted by whatsoever, but it, this is the reality. So it's time Kirk gets a little fat and just enjoys his life. Take advantage of it. Your your football has been so much of your life in, in terms of just the prepping and the preparation and the exercising and all the rules. All the shit and, that we don't do. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it a little people. bit. Yeah. yeah, come out to it's a Smack Shack with Phil. Yeah. Let's talk go for hoops. Let's talk go for hoops. Maybe we'll make it to Williams Arena a couple times and we yeah. can uh we can talk go for hoops. You know, get your mind off football for a little bit. You gotta, this ask, is the Phil, pro you gotta ask Phil, okay, you, you and Minners have only missed two games, but how many do you go to in person? If he says zero, then he's a fake fan. Well, and what is your definition of not missing a game? Like just Putting it on in the background. Yeah, or, checking the ESPN or, app, or, refreshing oh. the Twitter to see the face what the halftime score is, the or, graphic. Yeah, or be or being at uh or being at Smack Shack and noticing it's up on the TV and you're like, Oh, there it is. I watched right. the game. Right. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, Kirk it, it, there there are pros to it and he needs to take advantage of this uh correct this time off in a way. So um, the last thing around the Vikings, uh, we did sign Josh Dobbs today. I think we traded him for a seventh. He's uh, Arizona's previous starting quarterback. I think he just got benched this last week, but he had decent stats. Um, he didn't have horrible stats. He's kind I of mean, a funny guy. I was he was kind of surprised. Uh, did you see the TikTok of him at uh, yeah. the Arizona Arizona Cardinals store and he was trying to order his own jersey and they weren't even selling it. Yeah, the was, roster. He's literally he was named the starting quarterback and started there for eight games and they didn't. They he might have had his jersey there, um, you know, maybe later, you know, last couple of weeks. But the fact that like it wasn't in their inventory at all to make. Yeah. I get you're not you don't have to have it like in the store in person. Like they probably have like the top five players, you know, up to to sell, but. How they don't have it up on their main inventory or roster. He has to like custom make it. <laughs> That's kind of bananas. That's just crazy. I, I maybe the Vikings out of like out of just a bit, they might just create a, a Josh Dobbs jersey. Jake, you if if so, you need to buy it, shave your eyebrows and say, Hey everyone, Josh Dobbs here. <laughs> hey everyone, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, the full like he looks like a bald Eric yeah, Andre. You look nothing like I him. look nothing like that, you know, like uh, yeah, so that would be very interesting if I if I tried to pull that off. But people would be like, "Oh, I've just been waiting for this bit to go away. Please don't tell me he's gonna do it with every quarterback of the Vikings. I'm gonna have to unfollow these fucking losers." Hey guys, Josh Dobbs here from the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I, can you imagine just people waking up to a video on Sunday? You know, obviously there's gonna be no free game. I think you. I just. I I wear. Uh, we need to get you a bald cap. Yeah, dude. If I have a bald cap and I just. just but you need to shave those eyes. It would be goofy, though. You know how ridiculous it would be if people just wake up to a video on Sunday, and I'm wearing the same exact getup as I did as the Kirk pregames, and I'm like, hey, guys, Josh Dobbs here. Oh, you'd have so, we'd have so many people unfollow us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They'd be like, uh, they're like, oh, okay, wow. I mean, maybe we'll see. Maybe Jaron Hall could be easier, or a Nick Mullins if he gets off of the IR. I don't know. We'll, 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 I guess we'll be open to the idea of a uh, – of an, another uh, QB impersonation bit. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe Nick Mullins is like the, a, a guy we could do. I don't know. I haven't really heard him speak. So yeah. 
But Josh Dobbs, maybe we could do something with Joshua Dobbs. There might be something there. We'll see. Yeah. All right, that's enough on the Vikings. Uh, let's talk about the Gophers, Jake. Gopher football. They beat uh, Michigan State 27-12. And uh, this game was kind of AIDS to watch. I'm just going to be straight up honest. Um, yeah, I mean. It, wasn't, it didn't feel, uh, it felt like so much worse than that score. This Michigan State team was awful. They're bad. We should have. We definitely should have put up more points. Um, but there was some optimism in that. I felt like we finally ran up the score to an extent in that second half because it was like six nothing Michigan State. Like, what are we doing? And then it was like then it was six six. I think we got a couple field goals, and then, but then we finally I think then went off. I think we were up twenty seven to six at one point. I think near the end of the second quarter, into the last couple quarters of the game looked like what we should always be doing and just passing the ball and not running the ball as much, even though Jordan Newbin, like that new, I think he's related to Tyler Newbin, um, was our new running back. And uh, he did look really well. I think he had like 200 yards or something like that. But yeah, the score is still a little close, but I think they did kind of run away with it a little bit in, in those last couple quarters. I think they were actually trying to do some stuff. They still hit the under. The Gophers are mm-hmm. turning into a historic under team. Um, I don't have the stats on how many times they've hit it because uh, I just we haven't had time with getting back from Green Bay no. and moving and shit. It's just been it's been hard to prep for the show. But uh, what I will say is, yeah, they've been hitting at least the last two weeks. They hit the under. It was thirty nine and a half this week or forty and a half and uh, twenty seven twelve. It did help that they uh, Michigan State uh, through that interception late in the game that hit the little backdoor under hit for the Gophers. But um, yeah, it was. It was tough. We watched from a, a very fun bar, Whitetail Adrenaline, Brandon Paletta, shout out. He had a kick-ass garage in uh, Mantua, which mm. is the, the town that uh, that we watched the game from, right by Green Bay. Uh, the Making a Murderer town. Oh, nice. 15 minutes away from where Stephen Avery lived. I mean, it's cool. still a, it's a cool town and everything, but for those who are a fan of true crime and Netflix, that's where I was. I was in that town. That's a very nice town to be in. Uh, I wonder if they, uh, you sh- they might have a uh, tour or something of making a murder. Yeah, making a murder was technically what happened in stuff. Green, Green Bay the next day because oh, we murdered yeah, Jordan Love and the Packers. Exactly. Let's be honest. But uh, but no, that was uh, going back to the Gophers game. It was just we're now in first place in the West. God, I looked at that Saturday night and I was well because I was I came right from the game to Green Bay and I was still wearing like the uh, Gopher uh, coach hot get up and uh, I was like screaming in the bar practically because I'm like, hey, we're uh, first place right now because Wisconsin losing. We buy tiebreakers over Iowa and then maybe some sort of better divisional record, I think, are uh, in first place over Wisconsin, even though we still have the same record as them. But yeah, we're in first place right now. We control our own destiny to the Big Ten Championship. So we have Illinois this Saturday. Yes. And then Purdue. We go to Purdue. Who is awful. Yep. Like they're like Michigan State level, but still we're the Gophers. Anything can happen. Then we go to Ohio State. That's a loss. That's a win. Um, Yep. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> we, we close out. We close it out versus versus Wisconsin. I do say you win three of those four games and you win the West. Oh, so if the maybe even two of those four games. So if the um, if pending Iowa doesn't for some reason go off, which I don't see them going off. If we, yeah, if we win, if we beat Purdue and Illinois and lose to Ohio State, we're playing Wisconsin to go to the Big Ten championship game. <sighs> Pending Iowa doesn't like go off, but that's kind of funny. But it's it. People are like, I don't want to go to the Big Ten championship game if we're just going to get fucking killed. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It'd be so cool to be in a Big Ten champion, a conference championship game in Indianapolis. It's going to be in. Like, I I I consider going. Honestly, that'd be a good time. It's at least one more week of go for football. 
If, it is. If, if, if you're a, if you you live and die by every game like you do. Um, for sure, then it, it's at least another week of football. Even if, yeah, the odds are not in your favor, at least you no. get to watch them in another game that's not a fucking bowl game. I know. It's named it's a, after a hilarious sponsor. What what bowl are we projected right now? Someone said it on Saturday, I remember. I think when we were, wa- when we were watching the game in Manitowoc, someone, someone said the bowl that we're projected, and we all just erupted in laughter. It was a really ridiculous, it was a really ridiculous sponsor. I, I, I have an article pulled up right now, but it's probably, well, they have new sponsors like every year. And they just get, mo- I feel like weird. they get more ridiculous every year, the companies that sponsor these bowls. And it just, it just takes away from the, the actual achievement of winning a bowl game is, you know, by some of the sponsors. College football bowl projections here. Yeah, because yeah, the Dukes. There's been some crazy ones in the past. Dukes Mail Bowl is actually rules. I, 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 as a Gopher football fan, if we're not making the NC2A playoff i want to be in the duke's mail bowl so i can see pj's bald head just get covered in mail i think that'd be fun i think that'd be yeah i think he would like that as a showman i think he would enjoy taking a mayo bath let's see here so i gotta find minnesota Um, minnesota yeah first place in the west it probably it's probably for the best that they're gonna blow up the divisions because this is this is just a poor showing by the by the big 10 west i mean the fact that this gopher team is in first place as much as we love them Oh, it's just, it's so bad. Jake. It, it's, it's so bad. Well, ever since they, for, so for, I think one or two years before Rutgers and Maryland came into the, uh, into the fold, it was the leaders and legends division. It wasn't even split up by geographic. So I think the, we were in the legends division and we had like Ohio state in our division and everything. So we had to play them every or something like that. I could be wrong, but it was more evenly split, I should say. But now it's like, East and West. I mean, anybody can make it to the Big Ten Championship game out of the West. That's why I'm getting pissed off. It's like we need to get to the West, Big Ten West or Big Ten Championship because Northwestern has, Purdue has, this might Nebraska be, has. This why might, can't we? This might be the last year too in a while to to have a shot at it. Well, yeah, because aren't they? Well, because no, I think next year is just one big thing, right? No, I thought they're still doing divisions because they want to have a Big Ten. Oh wait, no, game. sorry, there is still divisions, but we're in it with USC, UCLA, Oregon. Right? Yeah, we'll be. Well, is Oregon joining? Maybe in two years. It's aren't Washington. Is oh, Oregon that's joining? what you right. Washington. Washington is joining, but still, yeah, it's going to be a little tougher with UCLA and USC. Oregon might come not, though. That's what I've heard. That, that's what. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. But okay, I not need officially. A, I need to find. I want to dish out false information. On, it's a bit. It's a bit. I need. To, I really am curious on where they're projected. If they have been projected I, at all. All I know is I think Cam. Oh yeah, right here. There's yeah. one of them. Uh, what bowl game is this? Something. I mean, <laughs> something funny. Um, what 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 bowl game is this? Is it called the Gasparilla Bowl? Yeah, that, I think that's what it is. What the fuck is? And it's sponsored by a company I don't think I've ever heard of. Hey, let me look up Gasparilla Bowl. I know there's different projections. Like this is just CBS. This is just a guess. But but I, I it, it, Gasparilla inspired by the legend of pirate Jose Gaspar, <laughs> Ye mystic crew of Gasparilla is dedicated to enriching the vitality and imagination of Tampa Bay. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Get you Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Yes, that's Union Home Mortgage. And the website Ahoy Tampa. <laughs> this is this is just cheesy. I, you know what? I'm down. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm down with that bowl game. Is a lot. I am too. It's probably going to be played in Tampa at the Buck Stadium. If they fire the cannon, I'm in on it. Yeah, if I, they fire I, the cannon, I'm fucking. I'm all in on the Gasparilla I would, Bowl by the yeah. Home Depot Union of Texas. Fuck. 
I, I don't even whatever that union was. Yeah, a un, even, union home mortgage. Yeah, what the hell is that? I I, the I don't game. I don't think half these companies are real, Jake. I think this is like I think these are shell corporations that the NCA created to like uh, funnel money and and money launder. I don't think half these companies exist. Yeah, I think uh, I, it's almost like if if you know the college football video games didn't have rights to the actual sponsors, which they used to have, it would be like a made up. I mean, you could just make it. They didn't have rights to them. They could just make up these names. It's kind of Ge- like auto generated. Uh, well, it's kind of like Brian Harmon. You know, when he won the British Open, he wears a hat that has a massive text on it that just says Megacorp. And if you look up Megacorp, like it, it's a very, it's not even that big of a company. I, I think, I don't think that these companies are, I don't think half these companies are real. I mean, obviously you get Buffalo Wild Wings, Tostitos, some really big ones for these smaller bowl games. There's no way that these are legitimate businesses, but it's I like, feel, I literally think they're shell corporations created by the NCAA to launder money and not pay players up until a few years ago. Exactly, because who the hell is going to use like union home mortgage? I mean, up in Minnesota or around. I mean, I think there are better better ways to invest your money as an advertiser than betting on than than advertising in these these bowl games. But it's yeah, every year it gets gets weirder. I don't know. They need to just get almost be done. I'm just I'm. Hope I don't know in the next college football video game if they'll have sponsors back, but I think it'd be funny if they just allowed you to auto generate uh, sponsor names. Yeah, and bank. Honestly, you could just do rock, mortgage or bank and put anything in front of it. Rock it's like Mad Libs. Rock hard home and hardware. Yeah, exactly. Rock hard plumbing will clean your pipes right out. Rock hard plumbing. Plumbing. Um, I don't know. I feel like you could do something. What's with the uh, What's the landscaping company in Burnsville? It's rock hard landscape rock, supply. Rock hard land, and then there's uh, there's camel towing in St. Mm-hmm. Cloud, right? Yeah, yeah. Camel towing. I think they, those those businesses should get involved they, in some bowl games. Yes, I do agree with that. And I'm I'm thinking they should have a bowl game in Minneapolis, and it wouldn't be the U.S. Bank Bowl, which actually would make sense. But okay, it should be Camel Towing Bowl presented the, by the Rock Hard Landscape the can, Supply. The Camel Towing Twin Cities Bowl. Yeah, camel presented towing. by Rock Hard Landscaping. Yes, just throw in as many sponsors as you can of the craziest ones. Yeah. That'll generate views. That'll generate traffic. It will. I mean, but they're already throwing out. They're already creating random bull games anyway. Right. Just throw out that Let's one. We need one them. in Minneapolis for shit's sake. Come on. Yeah. But yeah, the Gasparilla Bowl. That's going to be interesting. But it, yeah, it it is played at Raymond James Stadium. They better fire the, the if they fire the cannon. I'm all in on the Gasparilla Bowl. Me too. I'm all in as well. I don't care. Honestly, at, at one point a couple weeks ago, it was looking like we probably wouldn't make a bull game. So I'm fine right. with that. Yeah. So if it's, it's a, not the Rose Bowl, I don't think Colorado's going to make a bowl game. Is uh, they might not. I mean, is uh, is the Rose Bowl in the rotation of the college football playoff this year? I never know that. I'm, if they switch I'm, around, I'm bad at that. College I don't, football I don't playoff. know why for the playoff they do bowl games either. It, it feels well, stupid. They switch around. They rotate around between the what were like formerly known bowl. as the BCS bowls. Yeah. So I'm I I, I uh, oh yeah it is the Rose Bowl game, uh, which sucks because I think they rotate them around right. Um, cause the Rose bowl game used to just be flat out the winner of the pac 12 and the big 10. Right. And now they rotate them out. So sometimes it's not. So if you win the big 10, so say the Gophers miraculously, well, I wouldn't say it's a big miracle for them to win the West and get into the big 10 championship game. If they miraculously upset like Michigan or Ohio state, they're not going to have a ranking to get into the top four playoff. No. So they would go to some pretty, pretty high end bowl game, which would be fantastic, but they're not going to go to the Rose bowl, which is why this sucks in this case. Yeah. But I know with the twelve team playoff coming up next year, if they win the big, if you win the Big Ten championship, you're in the playoff. Right. 
which is crazy, which I like, which that's, is that's good. That's the way it should be. the way it should be. Throw it, I mean, a Big Ten team usually gets in regardless. Yeah. Well, Ohio I, State and Michigan, one of the two gets in. They they might both get in yeah. again. I think they got in, la- both of them, I think, got in last year, actually, and they're projected yeah, to. They I were saw, just on other sides of the bracket. They both lost. Yeah. Bad look for the Big Ten. I saw, like, a latest projection that Ohio State's number one and Michigan's number four. I'm like, yep. wait, but they would play in the same fucking game. The 1v4, like. I don't know. It's so stupid. They this should, is why they need to They should expand. have to play each other because of the rivalry and everything. That's I honestly wanted both of them to win their games in the first the first round of the college football playoff last year just to see that heated rivalry be for everything instead of I just know. for a rivalry. I know. That would be fun. But Trophy. no, uh, the Stetson Bennett pube head guy had to, yeah. had to, do, had to win it. So. <laughs> pube head guy. Yeah, he just looks a, like pubes. With a, with a, <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like pubes. <laughs> With I don't know him and his flip phone and then his DUI. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, the de- the Dewey after. Yes, yeah. that's just so fitting for him. You win sixty two to seven or whatever it is, and then you go off and get a Dewey. Drink and drive. Drink and drive. Even though you probably have every resource in the world at that point after winning a championship to not drink and drive. He just looks like pubes. I know he just he maybe yeah he's just pubes. Stetson Bennett. I don't know why. I just thought that. I'm a good quarterback, but great quarterback. Vikings should have got him. Yeah, no he shit. He was what on the Chargers, or is he a free agent, or did he get dropped? I have uh, no idea. I don't was, care. He was on the Rams or the Rams, and I think he got dropped. I th- Cam was like bringing up that he's had some issues off. They just said he has some off field mm-hmm. issues to attend to. That's exactly what we needed to bring him. That's in what Minnesota. happens when you live in Georgia and you win at everything. You probably just turn into an alcoholic. Well, you can't adapt to. Uh, other states you literally can only play football well in georgia because maybe you can easily drink but you go to other states where they actually enforce a law well they don't even allow tailgating in la remember at the, yeah. at the super bowl yeah exactly they were like so, no tailgating allowed instead of Bennett's like i don't want to play for that team i yes. don't i don't believe in that yeah i'm gonna drink now yeah <laughs> drink my sorrow way of being in la yeah so um anything else on the gophers jake i mean yeah they can write their own destiny at this point it hasn't been pretty but they're winning games and i guess that's all that matters at the end of the day yeah, and they're yeah they're playing Illinois. Um, that seems to be one we struggle with. So this would be I, a cool one to win. I love yeah Illinois. I think it's Brett Bielema's first time back in Huntington Bank Stadium, if I'm not mistaken, since he was the Wisconsin Badgers coach. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, because I, right. I think he's been the coach now of Illinois for the th- second year. If it was, if it's the third year, then he's been here. But yeah. he's made his return. But Brett Bielema was such an ass in Wisconsin. I hated him. That was like ten plus years ago. But you know, we got to run it down their throats and just uh, run the rock. It's gonna yeah. be cold. Run the rock. Yep. Run the rock. Pound the rock. Pound the rock. Don't fumble. Crash hard. <laughs> Crash hard. And and we'll be there uh, coping and surviving. Yep. Um, I will say last week. I mean, the Green Bay game was great. The weather. It was a little cooler during the Minnesota game, and I loved it. I just love that weather. It's great. Jake it's and I. We got invited on a party bus. Oh yeah, Friday night. Good luck. A ton of females. Hey, so if you're, <laughs> yeah. So if you you're, keep, if we're hungover on Saturday, you can't get mad at us because. There is a ton of females on this party bus, and Jake and I don't get these offers lately. at all. The opportunities we have, we have, we have squandered in the past. We're not going to squander this one. No, we're not. We'll be out and about somewhere around the city. I, I so if you see a bus and you see some, uh, uh, literally a bunch of women come off, and you see two and then you, and then Beavis you, and Buttheads walking and off, you see a Josh so Dobbs lookalike. <laughs> you see the Josh Dobbs slash Kirk slash Nick Mullins, dude. Slash, I, the line about opportunities, I just think of uh, it's always sunny when they're uh, when they're like Charlie when Max like Charlie. Me and you are not 
men who get a lot of opportunities. And he's like, the opportunities we have had, we've squandered. Yeah. Like, that's just what I think of when I, this party bus. So we're going to show up to the Gopher game hungover, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. So if you see us at the Gopher game, just just be uh, sensitive. But we'll probably be perfectly fine. So it's just a 2.30 hammering kickoff. hammering fireball. It's going to be cold. Oh, gosh, dude. I, I took fireball on last Saturday. I bought that for you. You're welcome. Did you? I did. The fireball? Yeah. We're at the Gopher tailgate? No. Oh, at the Vi- after the Viking game. I don't think I did. Oh, that. you didn't do that. I bought I, I bought five of them for people. Oh no, I yeah, I, you were there. I didn't do that. You, I did. You, you did a fireball. I shot? did a fireball before the fucking Gopher game. And I didn't want to. Uh, it went okay because in the colder weather, I can take down fireball a lot easier. And it warms and, and, you up. And the fireball, it is in this weather, super cold. I can take it down a little quicker, although I sneezed, I swear, six to eight times after okay. I did it. And my dad's like, what? What are you? What's going on? <laughs> but I didn't feel super, not, and I, that's not a joke, but I kept sneezing, and I kind of felt a little like a quick, like, sal- like through a salivation. Oh, no. I was salivating you slightly. it as you were sneezing, weren't you? Exactly, but it wasn't nearly as bad, even though that sounds horrible still. That was not nearly as bad as if I drink it in the dog days of summer when it's hot and the fireball's hot. It goes down a lot better when it's colder. So this is the time of year if I'm going to tr- do it and I'm kind of coerced, I might do it. Okay, I might bring but some it's for Saturday. Still, it's still, it was still a little rough putting it down. I'll bring, bit, I'll bring some for Saturday. Yeah, we'll see. I'll buy one, I of, might those, do I'll buy one, one of those buckets. Might do one, yeah. but it's, uh, it, it can go down a little easier in the winter for me. So uh, we'll see. Actually, last thing I have on the Gophers is uh, I did see via Instagram that uh, Coach Mike Hawk met Coach PJ Fleck in the tailgate lot. Is that true? Yeah, and I was kind of a... Uh, Asking maybe maybe him, a thicker PJ Fleck. Yeah, a little bigger, you know, but it, it's it's okay. It goes with the bit. Um, he had a whole uh, had. I was clearly him because he had a whole playbook, mm. and uh, I was asking him, "Where's the onside kicks on here?" He did have a couple uh, options for me. He ran over with me that we could do during the game if needed. I think we. I told him we need to just run an onside kick every time we're going up for a kickoff because then that's the only way to uh, truly guarantee a shutout is when you never give the team a ball. Um, my goal as the onside kicking coach is to uh, stop a team to or ensure that a team has zero minutes in total possession time in a football game. I don't think it's ever happened in the history of the sport, and that's the goal of the onside kick, and I think Coach Hawk's uh, goal. Yeah. He met PJ, still didn't, still didn't uh, end up with him running on the field out of the tunnel, but, you know, it could happen one of these days. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's always in the cards. Um, we just need a close enough game to where there's an onside kick. It may happen, it may not, but we'll just uh, we'll be awaiting it with the bit. Yeah, hopefully, it won't happen with uh, Illinois. But all right, um, let's move on to the Wild. This is uh, this is kind of a sore subject for me. They they're just bad right now. The defense is awful. Everything that Cam and I talked about last week hasn't gotten any better. The win against Edmonton was fun. They didn't have McDavid. But uh, we had to beat them. We had to score seven goals to win that game. Um, the, yeah, the defense sucks. But the Wild are still 3-4-2. and two. Boldy is not playing yet. Spurgeon is not playing. And um, I don't know. I think at this point they just kind of have to survive. They just have to keep their heads above water. It still feels like we're in a less panicky spot than we were last year at this time, where it was every game we were giving up five, six goals. The goaltending was a crisis as Russo wrote it and um i don't know they're not bad right now but they're not good either they're pretty mid yeah i i 
yeah, they've been a little frustrating to watch from the sense of this how much how much like shitty plays they're giving up. Like defensively, like it looks like they're playing might hockey out there and learning positions for the first time. Not really, but it, it, there's a couple of plays where it's like, why, why is that guy wide open on the back door? Yeah, like that, it's not like it's some crazy two on one. Like, and they can't take the puck away. But I will say, yeah, as frustrating as it, as it is, last year, like, yeah, we started zero three, zero four, and we were giving up well more than five goals. And now we're giving up four or five goals. But we figured it out last year off a horrible start. We can figure it out again. We just need to get a Bold's back and uh, and uh, everyone that's become back healthy. Spurgy, uh, we get the, we get the team back. It'll be okay. I think the again, like I always say, it's a I long year. Be a playoff right? team for people who are just it's early, living and dying by every game right now. Relax. I, if they're it's if they're fine. healthy, the team has shown plenty of promise. Hartman's having a great year already. Rossi is panning out. That's fun to see. Yeah. Um, Foligno no, it's is, Rossi. Sorry, Rossi, Rossi. Everyone gets mad at me for whatever name I... It's Rossi. This weekend, I, I called it Rossi, and Zooch was like, don't fucking say Rossi again. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, yeah. why? That's yeah. how he not wants to pronounce. Yeah, he's, he takes a few drinks. You get a few drinks in our buddy Zooch, and he goes off. Wyatt World. That. Yeah, he calls our buddy Wyatt's World. Wyatt World. Yep. It's great. It's good time. Uh, but, like, just frustrating shit, like, on Friday. We went to an eight-round shootout against the Caps. Flurry plays amazing against some of the hardest people to face in a shootout. He has to face Ovechkin, Oshie, Tom Wilson, like, Carlson. He has, Carlson. He has to face some epic shootout, people who have done it plenty of times on bigger stages. And Flurry just shows up and, and makes some amazing saves. And we can't get one fucking goal on Darcy Kemper in a shootout. Three yeah. of our guys tried the same move, the old, like, go left, right, left, and then try to go right on the backhand. And Kemper read it. The first one, I think the first one, he get, did get burned on, but had a lucky kick save with his pad where he was kind of doing the splits. But then after that, we tried it three more times in a row, and it didn't work, and it's like, we need to find a new move. Yeah, we, we, uh, that was so annoying. Z- Zuccarello's play, his, his shootout move, it worked a lot last year. It's very simple. He's obviously a guy with a very great wrist shot and a lot of skill, and he just kind of skates in there as slow as possible and then just like whips it the last second. But it's just, it's gotten so simple to the point where it's almost easy for these goalies to read. And then the other guys just all do the same exact move and it just doesn't work. Like, fuck, I was saying, I know Freddie Goudreau is injured. Just put him on skates for 10 seconds and let him just do the shootout. I know. I, well, yeah, Zuccarello. He comes in. He tries to like almost just flip it over the glove. It's like, dude, that's they're not gonna, they're not gonna. It worked. You know, it did work a lot last year, and it's not last year. Yeah. So we, Kemper read that like a book. We need to, we need to go back to the drawing board on shootouts. It was not an, it was an incredible performance by Flurry because the Capitals actually had some amazing shootout moves. They did. Kemper did not have an other than that first kick save he made against the post. I think it was against Rossi. Rossi, Rossi, or whatever. Outside or no, of that, yeah. no one was creative. Well, no, I, th- I think that kick save was Jewel Erickson Eck. Or you're probably, but, yeah. But, but Rossi had one where he literally fumbled it a little bit, but he literally could have got it around his pad, and 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 Kemper's way out of position and just yeah. throws his pad out and makes a save, which is still fine. And then Hartman uh, had a wide open net, threw it over the net. Yeah. It's like, I think you're just overthinking it. I think a couple of those were like, oh, the net's so wide open. They didn't expect it to be that open. So they tried to be like precise as if the goalie was, should have been there. Yeah. But, but flurry. Yeah. He did everything he needed to do in that game. Literally looked like old school flurry. And we can't, we can't, we cannot, you know, win it for the boys. We cannot win it for flurry. Meister. Whatever happened to the wild being really good in shootouts and or not shootouts, three on three. So t- if you remember two years ago, 
anytime the Wild were on three and three, it was like, we're going to win this game. I think our winning percentage on three on three was over 75% because we were in them every other game. And then last year, we could never win on three on three. We didn't ever really lose on three on three. So we were going to shootouts all the time. We were winning in shootouts. Now this year, it feels like we can't do either. We're not winning in three on three. We're not winning shootouts. I know it's early. It's a small sample size. But man, I wish we could just win a, a stress-free game in regulation or at the very least, like two years ago, anytime we're on three and three. And I, and I say this because it's all the same players. It's Eric Sinek, it's Zuccarello, it's Kaprizov, it's Spurgeon. It's, it's the same guys going out there that were winning three on three before. Matt Boldy, I know he's not been playing, but holy shit, man. It's just like, I know whatever happened to the magic of this team in overtime, I guess is what I'm asking. I don't know, but uh, I just... <laughs> Yeah, something it, it may might get into the into it a little bit, but as the season goes on, but I just remember like we were laughing when like like who's who's in now for the wild the lat to 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 extend it and survive it was Pat Maroon. Oh my god! And as god. he's skating down, we're just laughing like why the fuck is it Pat Maroon? This and then of course over. he just yep. yeah he just shoots it right at the block or yep. right into the goalie. We're like what are you what, what put in Brock Faber? Is this yeah is this is this where we've come to as a team in a shootout? Is it's like oh Pat Maroon's up now like. I might not. I know I'm not wearing my glasses right now, but I don't think I was. Wearing, I didn't think I was wearing my glasses then because I. There's no way it was number twenty out there. The eighth person. Yeah, why not Brock Faber? That was that was a hilariously dumb decision. I thought that was a joke. I thought maybe they were like, you know what? This has been a long enough night. We're on the East Coast. It's at this point, I think, almost midnight. Let's go home. Yeah, Let's just we'll we'll just take the point. Yeah, uh, Dean's like, can we just get the fuck off the bench? I, I'm I'm hungry. I need I need to go. Uh, I need talk. to sleep. We've seen we've seen how agitated he gets because yeah. when we sat behind the bench last year, we sat right behind Dean, and he gets like so agitated during shootouts. I mean, he's jumping up and down on the bench. He's like running back and forth. He gets very nervous, and for good reason. I mean, yeah. it's. it's Three on three shootouts, very high stress, a lot on the line. But I think he was just, he had had enough stress through an entire period of three on three and a, an entire shootout. And he was just like, yeah, let's just Maroon, like, get in there. And he's like, what? He's like, I've never even practiced a breakaway before. Like, yep, get I have in a there, phone bud. call to make. I, I got to eat some food. Yeah. We, we, we got to get up the ice. <laughs> oh, they, they did have a back to back. I think they played, they played the next night, right? Oh, they played Thursday and Friday. Uh, oh, no, that, Friday. that was the back to back. Yeah. And, the, was, and then they. Okay. And then they so played yeah, Sunday. he was worn out and he was tired and he would just wanted to be done with hockey for a little bit. So he yeah. threw in Pat Maroon. Yeah, can we? Can and we? That's okay. Yeah, and that's totally <laughs> fine and that's okay. But uh, did you? Can we give a shout out or just talk about for a second about Dean's like hair? He just looks like he's kind of grown it out a little bit. Yeah, he's getting he's some getting, lettuce. He's getting kind of weird with it. And yeah. We're here for it. He's he might mean he's going a little crazy, but you know, being a the head coach of the Minnesota Wild, he might need a little crazy. In yeah, you, so I'm totally yeah. fine with it. Um, I, think, go, go I, I, think, hair. Uh, I think Billy G should grow out his hair too, just to show that the uh, GM and the head coach are in lockstep in every facet. Yes. Outside of the playoffs, just grow it out. Let, let it loose. Yeah. Regular season. Yeah. want to see it. Um, yeah. We lost a four to three to New Jersey, which honestly, that's not a bad loss considering New Jersey was in the Eastern conference finals last year. Right. Uh, no, the divisional round. Well, I can look it up, but yeah, they did. They were make, good last year. They did want to see. They did they look good, good and they are good Jack this Hughes year as well. Good. Um, they have a lot of good players in their team. That was a playoffs. deep. That was a deep playoff team last year, and uh, we barely lost to them without half our roster. Calling up, I mean, that was the Iowa Wild against the New Jersey Devils. The Iowa Wilds. Uh, yeah, let's see here. New Jersey was they in they the be- Eastern Conference uh, semifinals. Okay, uh, they lost to Carolina. 
Okay, four so, games to one, but still, still they won. Uh, still on paper and statistically speaking, results wise, last year a better team than us barely beat yes. us with with us having half of our AHL players playing. So no, yeah, that, it, it sucks. But I remember we were trying to watch it. Like I was trying to watch it or whatever after in Green Bay. Yeah, and it, there wasn't much to watch. It was just kind of a boring game. They went down four to two or whatever. Yep. And it was just like Gustafson was getting torched again. Yeah. Just, just giving up the typical old, plays, old. but they've played now that was their third game in four days. So, I mean, they were pretty, I think probably a little tired on that road trip. They're coming back now on Thursday to play the devil. So they got a little, they got some time rematch. off and finally some time to at least reset and maybe help heal guys like Boldy. We need Boldy back bad. We need Spurgeon back even worse. Yeah, so. Spurgeon is the big miss right now. You need Spurgino's pizza on the ice. Spurgino's pizza. Spurgy. You just yeah. need Spurgy. Um, or captain. So, as you may have seen on the socials on uh, on Tuesday night, about a week ago from now, uh, Cam and I went to uh, the Oilers wild game, which was very fun. A very fitting um, game. Actually, one of the more exciting ones, I think, other than the opening the opening night game against the Panthers. Uh, very good. We uh, we lit up Jack Campbell other than the second period. We scored seven goals. It was great. We were in a suite, uh, thanks to our buddy Plohas, Sam. And um, I fucked up. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell the story. You haven't heard it. Josie hasn't. Maybe Josie's heard it. I don't think he has heard it. I don't think so. So this is your guys' first first time. I think the only people who know were the people who were there. Something I did in this suite. So. Oh. Um, so they did, so, you know, it's, it's November pretty much it's, uh, this is, you know, an entire month basically dedicated to the military and to their service. And, um, it's an awesome thing. So, you know, the wild started, uh, they've done this thing. I think they do it at every home game where they find a veteran, they honor them and they give them a Jersey and all that. And, and they did a little presentation, I think during a TV timeout where they basically said all veterans stand up and rise and so we can give you a round of applause. And I was probably talking to Plohas about the defense or about the four checking or, you know, stupid sports shit. And uh, I looked at the screen and I see, you know, oh, there's veteran, like we're clapping for veterans. And mm-hmm. I see people standing up and I assume, okay, so someone else in the stadium is trying to create a standing ovation. So I stand up as well. And I start to get some looks from people in the suite. And I'm like, look at all these rich pricks not standing for the veterans. Yeah. Like, they probably don't care about our troops and all this. I say, and Plohas also stood up with me, so I'm not in this alone, even mm. though I, I just threw him under the bus, even though he got me a free sweet ticket. So, yeah, I'm an asshole for that. But, uh, yeah, so I basically stood up, and um, people thought I was in the military. And there were actually older guys clapping and looking at me, and I remember thinking, stand up, stand up for our troops. I did stolen valor, guys. You did. <laughs> you you do you pulled the bit. They're, they're turning around thinking this guy probably uh, defused some bombs in Baghdad and Afghanistan. No, they looked at me, and they're like, there's no way a guy this skinny fat <laughs> has ever once seen combat, let alone ran. So did the Navy starve this guy or yeah, what? Not a great look, uh, especially later in the game. They did the, the actual thing where it's like stand up and clap for our veterans. And I was like, fuck me. You missed it. This is when I was, no, I stood up for that one too. So at, least, should, at least I was one for two. Okay. 50% is better than 0%. But yeah, um, I was one of a couple hundred in the arena standing up. And I was clapping, and I thought I was starting a movement by starting a, a standing ovation for the veterans, and I pretended to be one. So whatever you want to say to me, I've already given God free reign to smite me for it. Um, but I, I wanted to tell the story on the show because I thought it was funny at the same time. So You, you didn't perform it uh, with, with ill intent, Correct. but you are negligent. 
I am negligent. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, I'm a stupid it. person, though. I'll be the first to admit I'm not the smartest guy in the room. So I also probably just should have paid attention to the big screen and read the words on the screen rather just than just assume that half the arena was standing up because we were starting a standing. Typically with a standing ovation, everyone starts to stand up. And I knew that when only a select few people stood up and no one else did, that I was in trouble. So <laughs> that's a bad you look. You could have been doing I that. think I had a beer ah. in my hand too, which is even a worse look. I was just going to say, like, if you were going around, like, come on, what are you doing? Stand up. That's like, well, people were staring worse. at me and I was staring back and like a fuck you stand up for our troops. You, yeah, terrorist yeah dude, that just reminds me of like i think it was when uh i don't want to like i'm not being political with this but there was an instant with joe biden i think when he was vice president when he was speaking at like a veteran event and he was and he was like let's clap for our veterans and he was telling some guy in a wheelchair what are you doing stand oh, up cheer for your veterans that's basically what i There's was doing to these that. rich people yeah. in the suites i was giving them the death <laughs> glare of like why wouldn't you stand up for our veterans like that's fucked up oh my gosh yeah you pulled well i was really was fucked up well, clearly we here at 10,000 Takes disrespect our military yep. and hate kids with cancer. Yeah. Because it was like when I was booing at... Uh, There's one more thing booing you, at hate, one you, allegedly. you hate, too. I can't remember what it was. I think that uh, she might have been the military. Me? Yeah. I hate the military as well. Yeah, I think there was another <laughs> bit that came up. Jake's brothers are both veterans. Veterans. I, I, Jake's like, I hate I, the military. I didn't, I didn't serve. Yeah, Baba always oh, says, Jake's the only one in the family who didn't serve. Yeah, I didn't. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 by, Jake by served, that, I hate Jake served himself beers at the U instead. Yeah. And that was totally fine yep. and losses. All right. I, I had to tell that story and uh, we'll close out the Minnesota sports segment uh, with the Timberwolves. So they've started the season. Um, I believe they are one and two through three games. We're recording this Tuesday night. Um, the bigger story. Yeah. They're one and two. They play the nuggets on Wednesday. That's probably an L they're already nuggets are already four and oh, so they're already off to a hot start. Um, we got to talk though about, uh, the video from the, the Timberwolves Brazil Twitter page. So this is a fan page. I didn't know the Timberwolves actually had such a worldwide audience, let alone a specifically a Brazilian audience. It's very niche. It's very random. I think it's cool, but, um, they tweeted a video the morning of Sunday mo- or Monday morning when the, cause the wolves are playing that night and it's a video of a wolf eating a man, but also sucking him like a penis. So it was, he, the mouth, the mouth comes from above and it goes up and down on a pair of legs. It's like a cat. It was like a cat. So or the, something. yeah, the torso of this man that was being eaten or whatever is up in the wolf's mouth. And the wolf is, his mouth is going up and down in a blowjob type motion. <laughs> it's a sucking motion. I There's, should say there, it's very strange. It, I, I don't, I didn't get it when I saw it. I'm like, so we're not playing a team that has some sort of cat in its logo. I thought they were trying to go like, hey, we're eating this, our I'm, opponent. I'm going to play. There's also a very odd audio part to this. I When I woke up on Monday morning, I just watched the visual part of the video. I did not actually listen to the audio. And uh, I'm going to play the audio of it if you didn't actually have the sound on when you were doing yeah. this. Yes. So picture a wolf, and you can just Google this as well. But yeah, it looks like there's a pair of actually. Yeah, it looks like there's a cat. It's with a cat gray thing. Gray and black spots. It's like a jaguar or but something. But the wolf isn't. The wolf has this thing in its mouth, but it's not chewing. It's just. <laughs> it's just bobbing up and down on this thing's torso. And here's the audio. Ready? We're gonna play the whole thing. 
This is the same video, by the way. It goes on for yeah. a minute and a half of this. It's so cringy. And then it does that yeah, it, angle. It, it changes angles. So it's fuck. What the fuck? It's still sucking this thing's legs. It's not even chewing it yet. It's the most bizarre. And then it and then it finally chews it, sucks it down the gully, and then the wolf like sits down, and you can see you can see whatever it ate go into its stomach. I. I don't know. So th- this was the caption. So yeah, Timberwolves Brazil one and one. Voltemos, Voltemos. What does that mean? I don't in even Spanish? know what that do means. You wanna, do you want to search that? Someone. This video has sixteen point two quote tweets, sixty two point six million views. I think the Timberwolves official Twitter account quote tweeted it with like the Thanos looking at his phone, just super disturbed. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Cat quote tweeted this as well. Um. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm surprised that there's this much of a niche. This page is like 45,000 followers on Twitter. This video has 62 million views. Uh, uh, does I think AI had to make this right? There's or someone who has the skill and the time to animate that. Let alone where do you get the sound effect? I don't know. I have someone, way more. Que- I have way more questions than answers. I uh, I'm at a loss for words. I'm I'm the same way. When I watch that, I'm like, I thought it came from the. Official account for a oh, second. Oh, that would. But be I'm like, bad. okay, so I'm like, okay, then I someone would Brazil get fired if they posted that. It's like, uncomfortably long. It's a minute and a half, and then it changes angles of the thing sucking on the legs. It's like did this person. They, they, I have a lot, a wide array of questions. Like this, did they did they drug test their employees making this? Because like, did this person like were they on PCP, DMT, acid? If it they, if this was an AI, someone. I'm gonna. What uh, the fuck is that? I don't even know what it is. I'm gonna post the video from the 10K Twitter right now with no with no caption. I'm just gonna post that. I think every time the Timberwolves win, we post that. Oh, yes. but I I, I just don't want to cringe the hell out of our fan base because like, yeah. but I mean, but we it's already kind of do a, a pretty good job of that. We, we really do that. Sport, You're right. Though. Yeah, it's. Um, but I don't I don't understand the premise of that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't even know what to be disturbed at. It's like something you'd see on the dark web, I feel like. Correct, yeah. It's something that humans should never see. Yeah, it's it's very odd. It's not even fitting for Halloween because it's not scary. It's it's not like even disturbing. I'm like thinking of adjectives that you use to describe things where you'd think, okay, that's appropriate for Halloween. It's, it's, it's kind of it's, disturbing, but it's also... It's disturbing in more of a cringy way rather than like a spooky way. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm going to look up like another word for like, I, disturbing. Yeah, so this is this is our Timberwolves talk. I mean, there's nothing really that special. They did not they've not been shooting very well this year um so far. I mean, it's been three games. There's still a lot to take away. Nas Reed is the guy. I think Jaden McDaniels is still hurt, but should be coming From back. Punching soon. his his hand. Everything's ball. fine at the Wolves. We'll have more we'll have more takes once the year goes on. But for now, this this needs to be our primary concern is this video because I we need to dive into like the uh, oh Jaden McDaniels did play okay good so Jaden McDaniels is back he's he, he back he we back. we got we got uh Jaden back we got Jaden back we everyone else or the who has Kevin Durant the Suns they got Kevin Durant but we got Jaden we do McDaniels. have Jaden McDaniels it's a true statement and then Carl Anthony Towns and Aunt Edwards yeah they're just gonna get their shit together they're one and two it's a long season it's a long season they 
Yeah. No one can just need people just it's same with hockey. We're not we're not gonna sit here. The the wild are a little further along, so we can have some takes about the defense and the injuries. The wolves are still in the it's way too early to even say anything and not sound stupid. It's it's way too early to call as as they would say in like elections. Yeah. In the election news cycle, you know, it's it's too early to call. Way too early to call. Same with the wild, everything, even the Vikings. It's not panic. Let's just see how uh uh J Ran Hall Yep. performs this weekend, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Or Eric Andre. I mean, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. All right. Um, anything else with Minnesota sports? One one thing, guys. One well, let's oh. hear it. Honorable mention, Dick Bramer. Oh, good oh yes. How do we forget about that? 40 years as the play-by-play guy for the Minnesota Twins. Round of applause for Dick Bramer. Round of applause for Mr. Bramer. I would say you guys can agree since we're all the same age. I mean, we said the same thing to, to Burt Blylevin to his face. Like, you and Dick Bramer represent our childhood if you had to put a audio to our childhood it is those voices at least for me i mean i think about twins baseball i think of dick bramer watching him on tv on a nice summer night watching him on tv at my grandparents house yeah dick bramer's voice will forever be one of the most iconic voices of my childhood he and of like, my adulthood fuck he was he did it for what 40 years josie yeah yep. good for him so, like Rock well star. well into our adult years like he is the twins and the twins are dick bramer yeah so yeah it's gonna be very weird hearing someone else in the broadcast booth i don't know who it's going to be i mean i think it's time we call up Corey provis yeah i i think that all signs are pointing to Corey provis you think so yeah he's gonna go away from radio i, I, I think so because well, he, he does tv because he, he does yeah, big he filled, 10 yeah he's got a face for tv yeah. too well, he's he, not an ugly he man in, no he filled in for dick bramer during the Start of the season when he was out with COVID earlier in the uh, on Valley Sports. Yep. Yeah, I, so I would love been, to have Corey Provis. Actually. He's been he's there. great. Yeah, he is. he's just fantastic. Like jo- just like Josh Dobbs, he's been there this season as the starter. He I can, think he can handle it exactly. He's uh, Corey Provis. I think he actually announced the uh, Gophers uh, Michigan State game this past weekend on Big Ten Network. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He does a lot of. Uh, he, he's been doing that for a while. He's been doing a lot of TV, Big Ten, so he uh, college can, basketball yeah. broadcasts, and everything. And he, so, know, yeah, he and he knows it. the Twins, considering he has had to call pretty much every game in one facet or another. So. Yeah, and, yep. and from a radio perspective too, like that's so tough. Yeah, too. So TV, like it's a cakewalk for him. It, it should be easier, honestly. You just you have the more visual aspect, but that that'll be great. Corey yeah. Provis, and I think uh, I think Dick Bramer. I think I saw in his post that he he got a a, a role as a special assistant. special assistant special in the front assistant. office, so he gets to help influence baseball decisions, which is cool. I mean, I would I wouldn't trust a a guy more than a, someone who's been watching every game for the last forty years to yeah. to consult or to help run a baseball team. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, unlo- Dick Bramer. Un- unfortunately, I don't think Dick is going to have influence on uh, how the poll ads spend their money because I know we'd all have an opinion on that. But however, he can help, man. At least, at least he probably won't have to work like every day for six months, seven months straight. So, no, I, I think it's going to be very weird for him. You got to think about yeah. that. Like he, he might not know what to do, but like right. I would just go to every Twins game. Still, like, I think he's still going to watch every game, yeah, oh, and he, for he's sure. still going to go to every game he can. So, I like that's been his life. You got to think about. Yeah. It. That's crazy to yeah. think about. Like, I think he posted his retirement picture. I think he was on a boat, like drinking a beer and fishing or something. Yeah. It was kind of a cool, cool little uh, farewell post. But he'll be around. He'll be around the ballpark still. So you'll still see him around, and uh, yeah, he'll probably will probably have a memorial game for him or something like that. He needs to be inducted in the Twins Hall of Fame. No, I think he will. I think he will. He definitely has to. Burt Blevin, Burt Blevin got inducted into it, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. But that, well, that's because he played Player and broadcaster, but 
Yeah, but Dick no Bramer has to. Yeah, no He's doubt. literally been announcing the Twins for 40 years. Seriously. Way before it was Fox Sports Almost North. Almost twice even. as long as we've been alive, he's been doing that job. So good for him. Back when it was like Midwest sports. Yeah, he's, some he's, shit. he's been through. He's been there through all of the awkward transitions that the, the station's gone mm-hmm. through with local sports, the so. World Series, everything. Credit to him. But yeah, happy uh, happy transition to uh, Mr. Bramer. But uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with our bits of the week, folks. We've talked about it many times on this show, but a big way you can support Ten Thousand Takes is to buy some of our merch from our store. And uh, while we have had a, a bit of legal trouble with uh, some previous items on there, you can still buy the ones that we are allowed allowed to sell, uh, including some of our Vikings merch. We have the Jay Jetta sweatshirt, which we did see a guy in Green Bay wearing the uh, the gritty Mm -hmm. sweatshirt. It looked great. Seeing it at a game, at a stadium was cool. Uh, We also do still have many Minnesota Wild designs, including the 10K Takes Hockey State hoodie with the bear. We also have the State of Hockey tee. Uh, We have the Brock Hard jersey that we made. Uh, we have the Moose Crossing, Moose Goose, Get It In Deep, Spurgino's Pizza, Stop Hooking. There's just a face with Jake Middleton's <laughs> face on or a shirt with Jake Middleton's face on it. Slut for Krill highlights. So many good items of clothing on there that you can buy, including some of our other Viking stuff, such as all the quarterbacks listed on a shirt. I think we may have to add uh, Jaron Hall to that now, or even Josh Dobbs, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then we sell some of our uh, – 10k stickers we're coming out with a new minnesota hockey hat all sorts of awesome stuff so if you want to check us out and help support our brand you can go to 10k takes mn.com and click the shop tab all of the stuff on there is legal to buy so you will not get sued or a cnd for doing it once again 10k takes mn.com click the shop tab help support us and uh, rock some awesome minnesota sports merchandise while you're doing it all right welcome back to it's a bit we're going to close out the show by just giving our bits of the week as always. And because uh, there's once again, two of us here, this segment does go a lot faster. The last few weeks there's only been two of us here. So it is kind of weird to do this segment with just two people. Cause it kind of flies by, but uh, we make do with it. Don't we Jake? Or we, 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 we make it work. We make it work. It, Correct. It, 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 we still give a good quality show, I would think, but yeah. uh, we, we just we've had a lot do. of shit going on. Yeah, it, there's but yeah, we're, we're keeping life is happening, life. motherfuckers. Yeah. We we have to live life. Yeah, whatever or, that means. or something. So, yeah, Jake, what's your bit today? Uh, my bit is the uh, hotel dorm bit. Um, so this turns into uh, I think this bit comes about when when a hotel ends up starting to feel like a dorm. Um, I think we kind of maybe or a party cave. I think we've maybe felt this uh, maybe growing up with out of town tournaments, specifically maybe hockey tournaments. Stuff like that. It doesn't feel like a, a hotel. Almost feels like it's just a party space, like a dorm. In particular, this happened in Green Bay. You know, like we were mentioning earlier in the show, in in that uh, our hotel was like right around all the bars. It was super fun and to be right in that wa- right in walking distance from everything. But I think with that comes a lot of characters and people staying at that hotel. And I think that first night we were there, that Saturday night. Um, yeah, let's just say we went outside. Uh, a couple of people wanted to smoke or whatever, and it just turned into all of a sudden just 10 other, 15 other people out there, just all drunk, high, <laughs> just partying. It was just crazy. Just in this parking lot, we're screaming. These guys that were dressed in average Joes, like dodgeball characters came through and everybody the, wanted the a ha- picture with him. The, hallo- the Halloween angle did not help. No. That made it worse. I think Yeah, everyone was already happy that they were in a foreign city, not foreign city, but like they were on a trip with their friends, partying, mm-hmm. celebrating. 
a great rivalry the next day. It did not help that it was also Halloween. So I think everybody, including us, just got three times as fucked up. Yeah. So that's exactly that's exactly what happened. And I think we posted a video on our Twitter, uh, just said 1 a.m. on Green Bay. And it was just an absolute shit show. And yeah, people were getting high and like I said, pampered. Uh, this one dude was standing right next to a bush and I was looking at him. You okay, dude? Yeah, man. And he looked like, cause he was, looked like he was, you know, kind of tilting one way, you know, un- unbalanced, you know, just hammered. And I turn away and then I hear everyone like yelling, like, dude, what the fuck? And I look back, he's just in the bush. Yeah. The very bush I told him like, don't fall in it. Just passed out. So people it. were trying to pull him out of the bush. And it was just a gong show, and then people were yelling in the halls that night, and then they thought the the guy that was at the desk thought it was us because they had just left. All these people that were yelling had just left, and then Zane and I and Zooch walked up the stairs. He comes over and yells at us. I can hear you guys all the way down the hall. Like, uh, okay. Well, did he work for the hotel? He worked for the hotel. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, but they were just, these guys were, they were, we weren't necessarily, when we went in the hotel, we weren't hanging with them anymore, but they were screaming in the middle of the hallway, like, just like, hey, we're going to go up to rooms and get beers and blah, blah. I think they wanted us to go up there too, but it's like, uh, okay. It was just an absolute gong show. And then the next night we went outside and some guy's yelling from his window, yo, Ethan, like at me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's up? But then I heard no response. And then this drunk Packer guy that we saw the night before was like stumbling, coming at us like it was a damn horror movie because he looked like he was a zombie walking towards us. Comes up, hey man, what's up? Doesn't say a word and just stares at us. And then this other guy, the guy that was yelling earlier out the window, yells back down, yo. And then he looks up, yo, what's up, Kaiser? And I'm like, okay, first off, that's a crazy name. Yeah. I don't know if it's a nickname. But then the drunk Packer guy walks in to the hotel and then the hotel room is still open. The window is still open. So I'm, I'm yelling, Kaiser, what's up? Kaiser, just screaming. Kaiser is a very popular last name in Wisconsin. It's okay. a very German name. Okay, then that so makes sense. I, I grew up with name. a few people whose last names were Kaiser. So it does make sense if Kaiser was someone's last name. Okay, that would make sense. It just was, it threw me back a little bit. I haven't heard that in a while. Sure. But Kaiser role, I was just thinking of. But it sounds like, it almost sounds like a like a Nazi thing. It's as exactly bad as that is like, Oh yeah. Kaiser. He was like an awful Kaiser. general. Yeah, exactly. It sounds, yeah. yeah. This is the cadence of that. But this whole, <laughs> this whole hotel, and I'm sure many hotels on this, uh, on that block around the stadium, it just turned into a damn a fucking party. It turned into a dorm. It wasn't like a, a cordial place where people go to, to sleep and have a mature night and just mind themselves. No, this turned into just, it was a shit show in this parking lot. That's when AJ puked too. Yep. There, uh, Zooch started yelling at some couple girls that walked by saying something. I don't know. He was saying, come back if you want to fight or something. I don't know. It was really strange. But yeah, it just turned into a whole party at this hotel, both nights essentially. And, uh, yeah, it just turned into a dorm at yeah. this hotel. It was a fun time, but like, holy shit. Like there was just a lot going on. I it couldn't, was, it was the it. ultimate trifecta of the Vikings and Packers playing the next day and everyone being excited for a full day of, of football and partying and, and then drinking. it was Halloween. And then just being in the title town area, being at the quality Inn and in suite specifically just in walking distance from four bars and having nothing else to do, but drink with your friends. Shit's going to happen. That's just, what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I wasn't surprised that something happened. I was a little surprised of what, what was happening at like 1am. It was just the average Joe's guys were trying to carry one of the dudes and put him on his shoulder. And he's like, yo, take a picture, take a picture. It was just an absolute gong show out there, but it was fantastic. Yeah. This, uh, this is a great transition in my bit as well. Um, I've already told one extremely embarrassing story about, uh, stolen valor that I did on Tuesday. Not my best week. 
Um, another embarrassing story I have about myself is is this related to this bit. Uh, I have the Green Bay's bit, <laughs> so this is Green Bay AIDS given to yourself, um, or so, otherwise known as GBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who are listening who know me, I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm legitimately a germaphobe, but I I wash my hands quite a bit. I don't you know I don't do anything really disgusting. If anything, I, I'm more the opposite way, where I'm overly conservative when it comes to germs and and being cleanly and all that shit. I did something that was so fucking gross this weekend that I did not think I would even be capable of doing. So what happened was we went to Stadium View, which is one of the bars in the Titletown area, walking distance across from across from the Quality Inn where we were staying. And uh, you know we had already been drinking all day. I was at that really kick-ass garage in Manitowoc. I'm just getting fed drinks by my buddy Brandon. It was an awesome day there. Then we went to the hotel. Uh, we had some beers there and then we went to this bar and we sat down at a high top table that had been sat, sat at by other people and everything. There were some empties on there. We just threw, you know, pushed them away, whatever. And then I was wearing my hot dog outfit. I was just fucked up. We ordered some vodka Red Bulls and we're just drinking them. And I think I reached across to like grab something and I pulled my arm back and I knocked my drink over right all over the table. My hot dog suit is soaked. There's vodka Red Bull on the table. And someone, I think Cam said, Hey, Jack, Zamboni that shit up. And I, oh God, dude, I I took the straw. There's liquid all over the table, right? I took the straw. I pushed it back. I pushed as much liquid as I can back into the drink and I slammed it. Yeah. (laughs) That was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my entire existence. I hope it is the most disgusting thing I'll ever do for the rest of my life. I am still hung over today. If you can't hear, we're recording this Tuesday. I'm still hurting. It's in my voice. It's in my brain. Clearly. I mean, the fact that this liquid was on this table for a good, yeah, there's the five second rule. This went beyond the five second rule. I'm not going to make myself look better to, to try to save the story. I'm going to tell it like it is. Cause I shoot from the hip. I pushed this drink back into the cup and I fucking slammed it. Now, to my credit, it's it's vodka and Red Bull. It's, it's two of the most chemically infused things you could put in your body. So I do I would imagine that a lot of the germs that were on that table or the, the disgusting bacteria was killed by those horrid substances that I put in my body. But nonetheless, it was a, a very poor choice and a very disgusting act done by me in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, you, you're still like you said, you're still hung over. It's you. It's the Green Bay. Yeah, I got Green Bays. Yeah. GB. Yeah, Green Bays, GBA, whatever you want to call it. But I guarantee someone's listening right now, and they're like, "That is not nearly the most disgusting thing I've ever seen." In Green right, Bay. right. But like, uh, but for, for us Minnesotans who are more, you know, cordial individuals, I'd say mature. That's pretty fucked um, up. That that's a pretty that. fucked up thing. Yeah, no, honestly, like I, I would be like a little weirded out that I did that. But you know, it, 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 you got to do something a little fucked up in Green Bay. You know, it, it, <sighs> and you know, I should have topped that by running on the field, but. I think uh, that's something that needed to be done, and it, you need to do it. The Zamboni, whatever yeah. you want to call it, you Zamboni that shit. I'm not the guy who does gross shit. I, like I'm not. I'm not the guy who will eat worms or eat bugs or or lick you know, the floor. Yeah, like I don't. I don't do disgusting shit like that ever. I'm probably the last person in the friend group you'd expect to do that. And for whatever reason, something else took over in that moment. Like I said, it was with your bet. It's the trifecta. It was like, I was so pumped for Vikings Packers. I was so pumped that we were around all these bars, around all these people. And I was so pumped. It was Halloween and I was dressed up and I was drinking and I just did something disgusting. And now I have green baits for life. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I got to accept just, it. Uh, 
you you now have been initiated into Green Bay culture, I guess, by yeah. doing something like that. Uh, yep. But you, if you wanted to take it a step further and keep doing the bits, I mean, you could be doing the gross shit. I could keep getting hit yeah. by people or getting tased, and it could be a, we could we're there, starting a whole jackass crew here. There is a video of me doing it, and I told Zooch that that video needs to get incinerated. Okay. And then there he, is. He told me he told me that he was going to use it against me in blackmail, and I told him I wouldn't blame him because mm. that's a disgusting video. And if the internet sees it, I wait. Didn't we post the video, or is that just via our group chat? That's via the group chat. Oh, okay, yeah. That one. Need... That one might have to stay uh, in the vault. Yeah, maybe it'll stay in the vault. But I will say, out of a lot of videos that we might not have posted, that is not nearly as as bad. No. I mean, if you don't want it on there, sure. But like it, that. Yeah, I don't know. We can start the, that could be your shtick. You become the Steve-O guy. Yeah, there's there's some horrid videos that have not been internet internet safe taken in this friend group over the years, and I think I'm just going to leave that one. It might be in the vault with a few yeah, others. Yeah, just with for Bubba. us, just for us, just for our own enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. There's a few There's a few of them in the vault for yeah. sure. We we don't need it. The, the 10K vault, for only $10 a month, you can get one video oh, a week. Oh, we should do a Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. You That would be a good Patreon video, actually. Like just it's not, me, it's just me Zamboni. I mean, you already know it's not like I'm hiding the story. You can put no. two and two together. You don't need to see a video. It's all the people who who don't know the context, who don't listen to this podcast that follow 10K that would I don't think a girl would ever talk to me ever again if she saw that this is the way I behave. But then again, like uh I I may stop the Leverance bloodline with that video. I don't know. I, a lot of lot of girls like a lot of women like a lot of uh, strange dudes out there. That's a good point. They they love dudes that maybe do that kind of shit. I don't know. Maybe when we're out on the party bus at a few bars, we can try to do some shit oh, like that. I can't believe I fucking I just yeah, I just took the straw and I pushed it all back. You know what though, Jake? There are you're building up immunity. There are sober kids in, in other countries. There's sober people in other countries who can't afford to drink. I'm not going to waste. I don't believe in wasting. I'm I'm not privileged enough to just throw that drink out. So I'm going to, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to waste, I'm not going to waste a perfectly good no. drink. No, you're doing it for the kids. Yeah. For the kids. That's what I think we, we talk about a lot is we're doing it for the kids, you know, for the kids. Yeah. You I know? mean, you got, so, you got tased in Buffalo. I, for the kids. I, yeah, I drank off of a table in Buffalo and, or in Green, in Green Bay. Bay. And that's, this, this is what road NFL trips are in, well, in a nutshell right here. Yeah. I should say, I think we were talking, speaking of getting tased, I think we were mentioning that, uh, like. To me, like you need to get tased. I'm like, well, if someone has a taser, but I don't know if that's going to happen in Green Bay. We'll see. I, if someone did, dude, I was so drunk in Saturday night where I was just so fucking gone and, you know, obviously depressed about the Kirk thing that if someone literally like had a taser, I'd be like, just tase me right here in the heart. Yep. This is where it hurts. Just hit me. It just hit me with it. <laughs> Full on Titanic. Just, it would have happened. We would have had a video, but no one had a taser. I don't think we were actively looking for it, but I know it was uh, an idea brought up. A little after the game ended, so there was a pool at the uh, Quality Inn yeah. and Suites in, in Titletown, Green Bay, that we stayed at, and uh, it would have been really funny if you were wearing the whole getup and just depressed, like with your head down, walked into the pool. But you would, we didn't get to that. Your shit would have been so waterlogged that it it, oh. it would not have been worth it. it. Did try to transport it back, and I had it in a nice bag too, and yeah. it would have because when we did the shower bit where I'm in the shower. And we, you know, filmed, yeah, filmed me like when the Vikings were rolling three, I was in the shower. I was able to dry it off right away. I'd be worried like the helmet or something would get water damaged. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd probably ruin that entire outfit that you paid a couple hundred dollars to put together. So I don't blame you for, take I, it, for taking the high road on that one. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, I think if I was maybe sober enough by the end of the night, I was thinking about like 
just walking into my shorts and have the helmet on. Could have did something with that. It was, you know, probably a little missed opportunity, but that, yeah. It doesn't mean we can't do it again, though. There's pools everywhere. There and, are and, pools and everywhere. you are in possession of that Of this that stuff. Outfit, maybe so. just, uh, maybe polar plunge in March. Yeah, there you go. Just shirtless. And maybe, maybe not the full get up per se, but I, I feel like I could just be in like, I think it'd be funny to just be in like swim trunks. Well, who is the weatherman? And then, Ian? Ian uh, from Care 11, I think. He, oh, yeah. He dressed up in a full Viking uniform. And he went in, uniform in, he went at, in multiple times. At the tailgate, or at, not the tailgate, at the, uh, polar, at the plunge. polar plunge that we went to in Minneapolis. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens out of this opportunity. We're still uh, grieving the, the loss yeah, of Kirk yeah, Cousins yeah. on the field, so right. we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities. Like I said, Josh Dobbs, maybe that, that there's something there yeah, we'll, we can do. We'll, uh, we'll look at the tape, and we'll uh, decide the next best course of action. But. Yeah. All right, folks, that just about does it for another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you so much for listening to us and supporting 10,000 Takes. As always, we appreciate it, especially when you guys come up to us at games and stuff, and we get to socialize, meet the people, meet the fellow fans of these teams. It's just such a fun time meeting you guys, and we literally cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate the support. Make sure to go to all of our socials, 10K Takes, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Make sure to go to the website, 10ktakesmn.com, to read some of our awesome blogs, listen to some of the other podcasts, visit the shop. And uh, finally, make sure if you sign up for underdog.com and use promo code 10K, you can get your first deposit doubled up to $500. So thank you so much for listening to It's a Bit and supporting us as always. And we'll see you next week.